are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Thursday, August 12, 2021 edition of Locked On Dolphins. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, managing editor of USA Today's Dolphins Wire, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and, uh, Hopping on a plane. Seems like just yesterday we were talking about hopping on a plane, heading to South Florida. Uh, First thing this morning, the first flight out of Philadelphia International, getting on a board, flying to Chicago. Got work meetings for the Draft Network. Just so happens, going to have an opportunity to see the Miami Dolphins while they're in town. Obviously very excited for that. Uh, So stay tuned, stay posted. Hopefully the uh, Chicago Bears can avoid the media blackout that, that they handed out yesterday with the hashtag free wing field on social media. If you were on Twitter yesterday, going absolutely wild. Travis, just trying to, poor guy's just trying to do his job. Send out some tweets about practice. They get shut down. They got to get deleted because the Bears went uh, outside for practice. And then they paused practice because of lightning and then they went inside which made it to private practice and they sent everybody home and then they came out back outside but they still kept it a closed practice even though they came back outside it was holy cow Chicago I'll tell you what I'll tell you what man Chicago don't do this to Dolphins fans they are on one this season uh if you're on social media and you've seen the reaction to free wing field or, or the night before poor poor joy taylor guys leave joy taylor alone she's allowed to have an opinion about tua do i think it's a little convenient that there's excuses being made for joe burrow coming off an injury when that leeway wasn't given it to a sure but at the end of the day genuine question or genuine genuinely i don't care because this dolphins franchise for forever for since my entire adulthood has been middling at best and a punchline at worst. They're not going to get respect from anybody until they take it. So I, who was it? It was, um, it was DMX. I'm sitting here waiting for my daughter to wake up from a nap uh, yesterday on Wednesday, sitting there scrolling through my phone on TikTok and, and, and DMX, there's a quote from DMX that says, Ex- expect or trust people to be themselves, but also trust yourself to see them well. And what he meant by that is, expect a snake to bite you. Ex- expect a liar to lie to you. And talking about the dolphins and people who perceive the dolphins, uh, they are going to expect the Dolphins to be same old Dolphins until the Dolphins prove that they are not. And that's what makes this 2021 season, in my opinion, so important to legitimize what is being done by Chris Greer and Brian Flores and their regime and the players that they have chosen. Because if you come out and you win 10-plus games, you go to the playoffs, you potentially win a playoff game, you're not a punchline anymore. You're not, because the last nine games of 2019, the Dolphins had a winning record. In 2020, the Dolphins had a winning record. And if you go half of 2019, 2020, and 2021 
It ain't an accident anymore. So that's on Miami. And uh, that's on the players in-house. It's on the coaches. And don't expect, don't expect the national media or don't expect people who aren't fans of this football team to see this team as anything else until they show that they are something different. And when they perceive it in a way in which you feel is disrespectful or, or whatever, just let it go. There's so much excitement to be had about this football team. Don't let the outside influences temper your excitement for the Dolphins this year. And that's just my point of view. We have some news to react to. Uh, Brian Flores on Wednesday talking about uh, players available for practice revealed Jalen Phillips uh, would indeed be back. And indeed, he was back. He did return from the lower, lower body injury. Uh, that had kept him out of approximately the last week of practice beforehand. And this is big. This is a big stretch for Jalen Phillips, if we're being completely honest. Not for his long-term forecast, but for what the first month, two months of the season is going to look like for Jalen Phillips. He needs these reps now. He needs to be impressive in these reps now to instill confidence in this coaching staff that he can step into a starter's first-team role that's going to play 65, 75% of the defensive snaps and not be somebody who is simply going to be a rotational third down pass rush specialist early on in his career. The good news is he got a lot of run with the ones before he got hurt and he got run with the ones yesterday for certain stretches of practice. The Dolphins really seem to like what they have here. But Jalen's got to stay healthy. He's got to be consistent. And he's got some veteran players who are going to be really good on the early down, specifically Brennan Scarlett, who's played well thus far in camp. And that always puts the rookie at a disadvantage because he doesn't have experience to fall back on. Right? So that's good news. More good news on the injury front. Remember that whole swan song we sung for Haunter Long because he got carted off the field on Sunday? Uh, The Dolphins themselves may be playing coy, but there's information getting out from somewhere. Hunter Long traveled with the team to Chicago, was seen at practice with, quote, a very minor limp, no sleeve, no brace. He's reported to not expect surgery. His injury is not expected to be season-ending, so I don't know what kind of Teflon or adamantium or whatever else, super soldier serum, Hunter Long's got in him, but I would like to get some because it did not sound good. The on-site reports did not sound promising. It read very grim for Hunter Long. And lo and behold, this dude's out here walking around on Wednesday for the first day of practice since the injury happened, and it's now being reported. Brian Flores is going to tell you he's day-to-day. I would imagine he's going to be out for a while. Um, But the fact that he has no protective wear on. Uh, the fact that they said he may have to wear a brace, but he's not expected to have surgery. It is not looking to be season-ending. This is a win for the Dolphins because you know, mentally for me, I checked the box and said, all right, he got carted off nine times out of ten. That's not good. Uh, let's mentally prepare for the tight end room to look a lot like what it did last year. That might not be the case after all. RockAuto.com is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality service online for the last 20 years. 
So whether you're shopping for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet for your classic or daily driver, rockauto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, price are the same at rockauto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com for all of your auto parts needs and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. We talked about the good of the injury news between Jalen Phillips and Hunter Long, two members of the rookie class that were top 100 picks. That's really good news for Miami. But... Like a Chicago thunderstorm that came rolling through on Wednesday, there is some ominous clouds pertaining to a problem spot from last year, which is the wide receiver core. Devontae Parker did not practice. Will Fuller did not practice. Albert Wilson did not practice. So three of the guys who are expected to find themselves at the top of the depth chart, missing an action for day one of two days of practice against Chicago. And I would expect, because it seems like the Dolphins are really sensitive and dialed in to load management right now, I don't expect you're going to get those guys pushed a lot, at least in the immediate timetable. Uh, I know there were a couple of guys... uh, Jesse Davis being one that it was observed from, I believe it was Omar Kelly, that like his participation like cut off on the back half of practice. And he was, he was asked about, or Coach Flores was asked about that and uh, said it was a little bit of a couple of different things, and, and including getting other guys' reps, but uh, did mention that the workload management, and you consider uh, the lack of rush to get Devontae Parker back in. It was like he was on a practice, off a practice, on a practice, off a practice after his PUP for the first week with, bless him, another hamstring. It's hamstring yet again for Devontae Parker. This is just something to watch. Uh, And I would say let's, let's not hit the panic button. Because I think if, if these guys had to play, it sounds like Albert Wilson could play a game. Sounds like Devontae Parker could play a game if you were playing for keeps. I don't know what Will Fuller's situation is. They've been pretty mum on it. He suspended week one anyway, so we weren't expecting to see him until Buffalo, regardless of his status. So they have a, a little bit more, quote-unquote, luxury there to ease their way in. But this is something to be mindful of. I'm, I'm personally more concerned about the lingering issues for three guys who have always, throughout their entire NFL careers, battled injury issues in Albert Wilson, Will Fuller, and Devontae Parker, never mind Preston Williams, uh, than I am about the offensive line. Because we have not played a meaningful snap to evaluate the offensive line yet. I know everybody, is is it time to push the panic button here? No. Unless somebody's season is over on the offensive line, it's not time to push the panic button. And DJ Fluker, you lost some depth there. Okay, you're going to recalibrate. You're probably going to find somebody else and bring them into the fray. But soft tissue type stuff for wide receivers, that can linger. And we've seen it with all three of these guys 
their careers, the book is out. And it's like, you'll probably get them for two-thirds of the season. So who can you get healthy and guarantee that you're, you're not going to be able to overlap uh, with availability? This might be the case of the 2016 offensive line, which, which if you remember, was really, really good when they were all five together. And I think the starting five, the best five, played a combined five games together all season long. I hope we don't get there with the wide receiver core, but it is something I'm a little dialed in on. Thank goodness for Jalen Waddle. Thank goodness for some of these young guys. Waddle sounds like he had a, another strong day of practice on Wednesday. I don't want to bury too much of time just reading other outlets' practice reports, um, but I did kind of make the rounds between the Sun Sentinel and the Herald and Travis and uh, kind of took some inventory on who had a great day of practice, uh, who had a good day of practice, I should say. Uh, Javon Holland is a baller, ladies and gentlemen. Pick six of Andy Dalton in practice. That is now four turnovers and four practices with the first team. <laughs> Guy gets gets his press availability after the fact. He's like, yeah, I'm just reading my keys. <laughs> I'm just reading my keys. Uh, followed Andy's eyes. He threw the post. Brought me right where I was supposed to be. It was a pick six in practice. Uh, there were a number of picks uh, for the Dolphins' defense. Uh, it sounds like they were very swarming. Uh, both in the secondary against the Chicago wide receivers and up front, which you would absolutely expect. That's the number one thing I'm expecting to see from the Dolphins is their defensive line, for lack of better phrasing, excuse my French, to beat the shit out of Chicago up front. Because Chicago is rolling with like, one out of their first five, and then they're missing six, seven, eight, and then it's like nine, 10, 11, and 12 are the other four offensive linemen on the death chart. You should absolutely positively knock them around every single opportunity that you get. And it sounds like day one was a good illustration of that. Emmanuel Ogba got shouted out for having a lot of good production. Uh, but in the secondary, Xavier Howard got a pick. Javon Holland had the pick six. Javaris Davis had a pick. Jamal Perry had a pick. A lot of interceptions to be found. So that's really promising uh, that there's that opportunity to hunt the football. Tua Tagovailoa, from all reports, despite the fact that uh, Chicago did get after the Dolphins up front a little bit, had a really good day of practice, uh, which, again, you would expect, especially in practice, you're going to find success for Tua um, because he knows he's not going to get hit, right? And, and that is such a major mental thing. Um, but it sounded like the offense was reasonably within rhythm. Jalen Waddle was quoted as saying, you know, we, we got humming a little bit. Uh, Tua looked sharp in the red zone drills from everywhere that I had read. Uh, so this is good. This is good things that we're carrying this over from the exposures against yourself to now an exposure against a different team. Uh, you should not be surprised that Chicago has some success and knocks some folks around up front because, remember, uh, this roster is really good up front. Khalil Mack and his presence is obviously uh, a major one, but he's not the only looming presence. Uh, Akeem Hicks is one of the more underrated interior defensive linemen in all of football and he plays on the same front. 
And uh, I believe Eddie Goldman, yes, Eddie Goldman's still on the reserve COVID-19 list. So uh, he's not available for Chicago, but he's yet another really stout presence, and he opted out last year. So Chicago's stiff up front as far as what they have for talent. So don't stress too hard if you get stalemates. You just can't take L's across the board. And it sounded like Tua did well to navigate the pressure, continue to move his eyes, keep the offense in rhythm, uh, despite some of that persistent pressure. And and that's what game situations are going to be like, especially with what he was last year. I'd expect teams blitz the hell out of him early on until he proves he can beat, beat the blitz and beat it with his legs and beat it with his eyes and beat it with his arm. That's on Tua. But the good news is this is good active practice for those opportunities here and now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to place all of your favorite sports bets and get in on all of your favorite sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, but also the NFL, UFC, and more. Head over to Ben Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information that we have available. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So one player that it was widely and unanimously reported, struggled on Wednesday, was Liam Eikenberg. Welcome to the show. Um, Solomon Kinley was reportedly elevated back to the first team. And this is the interesting week. And I know I, I, know I mentioned this over the course of this week on the podcast, but just to reiterate the fact, if the Dolphins get through the preseason game with Chicago, regroup in Miami, and Liam Eikenberg is still the first team left guard, Feels like he's going to play left guard. Granted, injuries may force a reshuffle of the deck there, but I think this is a really critical window to try to come to terms on where Eichenberg is going to play. About the worst-case scenario for the sense of clarity is to have a bad first practice. Eichenberg's going to be in the, the first five, in the top five. I don't really foresee an outcome in which he's not one of the starting five. Uh, it's just a question of where he's going to end up lining up when it is all said and done. But that's that's your rapid primer for the weekend ahead. Tomorrow on the show, on Friday, uh, we're going to talk specifically about things that need to happen for the Dolphins in the preseason game based on the buildup of the entire preseason to this point in time, the, the entire training camp to this point in time, what we need to see happen from individual members of the Miami Dolphins' projected starting lineup and even players that are looking to make the roster. This is going to be a little bit more of a big-picture conversation going into the game uh, because this first preseason game uh, is a big one, nationally broadcast. Everybody's going to have a chance to have their eyes on the Dolphins. So here's what we need to see. Tua Tungvalo is going to play. How long is he going to play? To be determined. But that's really what my, my mindset is going into tomorrow's show Uh, but one quick reminder you guys have a couple of days still today tomorrow if you want to play in the Dolphins Challenge Cancer Fantasy Fundraiser League we are doing 16 participants we have eight media 
and Dolphins fan personalities, and each one of them's got a plus one. We got like four spots open right now. Uh, Locked on Dolphins is one of those plus ones that's available. You need to tell me, send me any way that you would like your best all-time Miami Dolphins-themed fantasy football team name. And if you win via my discretion, I'm going to pay your $100 donation entry fee to Dolphins Challenge Cancer to participate in this fantasy league with a lot of great folks and a lot of great personalities that are all fans of the Miami Dolphins. It's going to be a really, really awesome opportunity. So kindly, that reminder that you need, send me that. Because I want to make sure everybody, regardless of what their personal situation is, has at least one opportunity to get in on this action. So that's up to you. I need you to send me your best all-time Miami Dolphins-themed fantasy football team name. Winner gets their entry fee paid by yours truly. Now, if you will excuse me, I'm going to go ahead and hop on a plane here, head out to the Windy City, and get my eyes on some Miami Dolphins football. Fins up. I'll talk with you guys tomorrow. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. Have a great Thursday.